Huge's failed a wisdom saving throw. Suggestion succeeds. You will go to Anchor FM and upload your unlimited podcasts for free. You will take advantage of Anchor's distribution for podcast, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. No minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app, or go to Anchor FM to get started now. You might even enjoy it and start to become famous and monetized. Then get true enjoyment out of what you love. Hello, fair listener. Welcome and thank you for following our journey on metagaming by Rum Propelled Gaming. Fair warning, sometimes we are not safe for work, and others not safe for real life. Journey forth at your own risk. Now let's dive right back into Tarath. Through the campaign Alilopolis. Oh, that's right, the Canadian boombox. Forgot about that. Ah, uh, yes. Canadian boombox? Oh, yeah. Is that where we're at? I thought that was that this campaign. Oh yep. right, now I know what you're talking about. I forgot for a second. <laughs> yeah, the fucking altar casket thing. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot you guys had named it that for a second. Is all. Shut the the Tiernanog. Yeah, words. It's the uh, equivalent of heaven in Scottish mythology, if you don't know. Oh. Everybody and huh? everything is youthful and plentiful. Ooh. Yeah, that is that is the Scottish heaven. Uh, I'm quite jealous. And some yeah, I'm down for that. And of, of some of their gods. My god, they're amazing. They have a god for brewing. Mm. Oh. I really want to meet him. Of course they do. Celtic mythology is really fun. It is. That's what the book... Hi, Cassidy, by the way. I was telling you about uh, to read, which is um, the Iron Druid Chronicles. Yeah. My, um... I need to ask my mom about that because my brother and his now ex-girlfriend got her that for one the first book for Christmas, I think. They read it? I'm not sure if she has yet or not. They got her a whole bunch of books. I can Still see. on my list, but I have like a stack of books. I'm trying to read 50 books this year, so hey, that'll damn. probably be one of Get it. Yeah. I can, I can normally... I think I... I get around. If I'm trying, I could probably do fifty, but I norm my normal pace is about twenty five books a year or so. Mm-hmm. I used to not have like the I don't know, patience or something. I don't know. I used to not like audiobooks, but the older I've gotten, the more I enjoy audiobooks and podcasts. Hmm. Um, I discovered. I'm going to sound like the worst kind of person here right now, but drinking and reading 
I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's great. It's like sometimes when you're reading sober, you're like, ah, I could be doing like other things. But when you're drinking, you're like, woo, it's a party. You know? <laughs> you know? That th- is sad. That is, no, actually a sound life advice right there because. Yeah. I think what what helps what it helps with is that it like deadens that uh oh shoot I just had it in my head too that like sense of self that you have and what generally causes people to like give a crap <laughs> your sense of responsibility <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I a, mean I wasn't going to go that route like I wasn't going to say it's a good thing cuz it deadens your sense of responsibility <laughs> I was going to say it sounds like it would be a good thing just because it, like, helps relax you and kind of, like, get you out of that headspace of, like, I need to be doing everything all of the time. Yeah, that's my usual state. I, like, multitask times 10 because I work from home, so I'll, like, I'll be working in air quotes, but also like playing a video game and also like watching a TV show and also everything. It's ridiculous. So I have that problem with like audiobooks or like podcasts is that I can't just listen to one thing. I have to be like blasted in the face by like seven different things to sit still. ADHD reasons, I'm guessing. Yeah, I was just going to (laughs) say. We're basically describing ADHD, but yeah. So that's why I like, I've started liking podcasts and audiobooks, though, is for that reason, because I can be doing stuff while listening to them. But, but like, I'm, but, like, I'm not actually, like, listening to them. It's, it's like, it's they're on, it's, and I catch, like, every, like, six words, but I'm not really paying attention. It's definitely a skill to acquire. It took me a bit, um to do what you're doing gab which is basically you partition off like a portion of your mind that's paying attention to the book and then your your like motor functions are just muscle memory or doing whatever you need to be doing otherwise like yeah. washing dishes folding clothes etc 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 see and and this is driving weird too but i think for me at least when i'm listening to stuff like I'll have YouTube videos playing, podcasts, audiobooks, music, whatever. I, it helps me to focus on whatever I am doing. Like, it's the only way I'll wash the dishes, and that's just because I'm lazy. Like, <laughs> unless I'm also doing something else, I'm like, why would I spend my time, <laughs> waste my time? Well, yeah, because then it's kind of like it turns it into a fun side part of what you're actually like enjoy what you actually enjoy about it um but like with like me with like making stuff like if i'm making like a set of coasters or a tray or something like that i have to have something going like an audiobook or podcast or youtube or something cuz i need that additional stimulation for my brain. Otherwise, I get like halfway through what I'm doing and I'm like, all right, fuck this. It's boring. This all looks like shit. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. (laughs) 
stimuli. Kind of like watching TV, and Ike yells at me all the time for this, but a lot of the times when we are watching TV, I am also mindlessly playing a game on my phone. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's the one side of me that does everything at one time, and then there's the other side of me that, like, if I'm watching a show that I'm invested in, I have to, like, pause it to look at my phone. Like, suddenly I can't focus on more than one thing at once. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, it all goes out the window if I'm, like, concentrating, especially on TV shows. Just, like, it has to I either be find... mindless or it has to be, like, like that meme of Charlie Day that has, like, all the... Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel that. I have. A I just problem. sent a TikTok to the Taurus group chat that I had sent Jess the other day, which just I feel like perfectly describes our conversation right now. I have a problem with like stuff. If like if I'm not one hundred percent invested, I might as well not be invested at all. Just because like I I don't know like just. Like, I have to really care about something for, before, for me to, like, actively want to, like, watch or follow, like, a show or, like, even, like, a book series. It's just, like, the littlest things can kill a book for me for some reason. Not if you're drinking, though. <laughs> yeah, you if you're drinking. The thing is, I, I, I'm just not, books aren't just, for me, uh, the dyslexic guy with a reading disability. Never going to work. Have you tried drinking and reading? Maybe you're like one of those savants that just like a little bit of alcohol and you're like, woo, I see words and, and they're, they're images. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I just, I, I just think my brain isn't programmed correctly to handle like books. Uh, Sarah's not here to speak towards it too, but she's the other dyslexic at the time. Uh, myself being one of the others, you can it does take a lot longer especially because i'll have to reread passages like seven times sometimes just to get it <laughs> but uh that's where the audiobooks we were talking about earlier really really hit it for me at least because it just keeps going and some of those details i mean like you were talking about you don't you might not be able to pick up on every word but some part of it is too that you don't you don't really need to focus on every word anymore you just you're focusing on the meaning of what those words actually actually are as opposed to this that these those he's him her that thing you know like when after you're reading a, done reading a book you don't really care about the words that they used unless it's a specific phrase which you could probably recant just as well as if you'd heard it auditorily audit audit are you putting down prepositions yeah yeah a little bit <clears throat> <laughs> another like really good thing like a key very important thing with um audiobooks too though is you have to find good readers because mm. It is very easy to find audiobooks that have very stale, monotoned people reading the books. And it is horrendous to try and sit there and listen through it. I concur. I've <laughs> I've slogged through quite a few of those. Um, and the one in particular that I can think of had like, I don't know, 12 main characters or something like that, too. Oh my gosh, when I was listening to it the first time, 
Each book is like 42 hours long. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you're listening to this guy talk in a monotone voice and he's switching between characters and he doesn't change his voice for each character, it's just that you have to start picking up on, like, how that character would react to a situation sometimes if they don't mention their name right away either. You're like, where the fuck am I? Because it's in space, too. So it's this, this, like, it's all over the place when when you're in your mind space. But after you get get into it you're like oh okay this is pretty crazy but I can dig it (laughs) it's just yeah you're talking about it too George with the investment there and whether or not you actually want to and I would never suggest that book series to anyone that is in your shoes right now but (laughs) ooh yeah space kills stuff for me a lot like uh, just like I don't know what about the setting is it's just that and time travel, just I like once those like two things enter like a series, I'm like, I don't care anymore. Hmm. I think time travel is just like, oh, it's a way to retcon anything or just convolute shit. And I think, yeah, because I, I, I just don't have any interest in space. I think. I, I know what you're, you mean about time travel. If they introduce it too late, you're like, what the shit? Like, that's just a cop-out. But, like, if it's introduced from the beginning and done well, I'm all about it. But you're right. It can very easily turn into, like, anything's possible because time travel. And that doesn't seem like a good reason all the time. Yeah. It's also, like, like if you introduce time travel, it's like, hey, this book's going to be very complicated and it's going to get very confusing at some point. Even like, even when like when it's ha- like handled well, which it, it's, it's just so much to throw into a book. Along with like actual like other things happening. Especially when there's spaghetti sauce in between the pages. Oh, especially clear spaghetti sauce. Either way, I don't know. Are you licking the spaghetti sauce off the pages? I'm, I'm, I, that's what I'm. When you say in between the pages, I'm really trying to figure that one out. Uh, it's a waste he of spaghetti talking, sauce. Yeah. Uh, about jism and not. Oh. No, I'm talking about spaghetti spe- sauce. No, I am talking about spaghetti mm-hmm. sauce. Why he can't uh, take it though? Uh, <laughs> that's weird. Because you're uh, so well, often talking about jism. The only solution mm-hmm. my brain has come up with so far is Listerine strip spaghetti sauce. Now. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I don't like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, let's get into this game. I I would concur. We're look we're missing a Shia though, and uh, it's only Shia and Thea that have to roll for their the story tonight. Oh shit! Well then, uh, doesn't wow squall? that squall. Uh, you might be right there. I'm going back to my book. Oh, damn it, Gav! Fuck you if I had to do it, so do you, bitch. Oh my Me and you, God. let's go. Are we in combat right now? Is that a thing that's happening? No, we, we were just out of, we just got out of combat. We, we yep. took a long rest. Inside the bushes. made the trees grow. So, as, oh, yeah. as, a, as a recap of that, yeah, that's basically what was going on is 
you'd grown some bushes after yeah! fighting off of <laughs> some... <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> she can still, still tie you, and then you have to roll again. Yeah, I rolled nine, so. <laughs> As Gunther, apparently. Oh. Oh, yeah, do you need to roll twice? Once for you and once for Gunther? <laughs> Gunther is just thinking about, like, the most mundane dog shit. Like. <laughs> I sniffed a poop earlier. <laughs> <laughs> it How was funny would that be, though? Like, Gunther just, like, chilling there, looking around, like, oh, yes, dog stuff. And then just has this profound, like, revelation. And then just goes back to, like, yep, dog stuff. <laughs> you ever smelled like a butthole? The, <laughs> the meme of the dog that has, like, fireworks going off in the background and its face is like... <laughs> His eyes yes. get real wide, his ears are like mushed so flat into his head. I rolled for Thea and Gunther and still it's still squall. Oy. We still have a Shia technically. Okay. I didn't say anything, I just messaged her. Roll a D twenty. <laughs> um, it's gonna be hard to beat a one. Hey, she could tie. The, the fates are ever in your favor. This is true. Uh, I'm guessing we're waking up from our long rest. Yeah, so um, in the bushes you've woken up from your long rest. Uh, the If you recall, too, the wormlings went by you guys during the, during the day, because you actually decided to take a, a rest during the day, and the evening has rolled around, basically. Cool. Um. Oh, yep. Looks like it's you, Squall. Shia got a thirteen. Damn. Um. After Frederick does his like morning routine that he always does, uh, he's going to walk up to uh, the Canadian boombox and uh, and he's going to place his extra shield down and say something along the lines of, "It looks like you might need this more than me now." Taking the sign of getting the like transformable shield as a way of his god saying you're allowed to use weapons now. What's Wall's prompt? I thought of this at the last minute. At a time in your childhood, what's a story about when you used your imagination to have fun? When I used my imagination to have fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was trying to think of something. At some point, not right now, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Try to hit it when it becomes relevant to the the story. Sure. Once you do, you get that inspiration die. 
<coughs> but, yep, so I was trying to bring up Twilight 2 here while I was multitasking. Book? Or the movie? <laughs> the uh, light the setting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, gotcha. So, you guys are waking up more or less when the when Maiko, your son, had set over the horizon and uh, <clears throat> Igtras is uh, peering over the opposite horizon. The red moon. No, I got it backwards, didn't I? I did. It's blue still no longer green and uh your the cries you'd heard during the day uh during your watches and chanting have died off mostly to your to your understanding from where you were at And you all still stand at the lip of the fissure, basically down into that you can see um, off in the distance the glowing lava to the to the north of you, uh, with the castle silhouetted in the night in the center of this giant pool of lava, and a uh, many cliff face in between you and and the lava level water level yeah that'll make the most sense there I was everyone gonna is say... awake now yep I'm gonna use druid craft to make a tiny little flower grow up near the shield that Frederick placed because that would be a nice cute memorial thing um, do we have a plan, guys? Did we, did we talk about doing something before we fell asleep? Uh, no. I don't think so. Hide was our plan. I do not remember. Are we going towards this castle, or...? Yeah, I just remember, like, us being on watch and stuff. I don't recall what the plan was after that. Did somebody make a homunculus? That's something we're not supposed to be saying. <laughs> yeah. I was just trying no. to look back and see if I could remember what was going on from like the rolls on here and one of the things from last thing was infusion homunculus servant but it doesn't say who sent it that's weird mm. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> that's what 
I just had to double check to look to see, make sure I was in the right campaign, because I know in Nautical Nonsense, which I, I know we haven't played in a long time, but uh, Jess made a homunculus. <laughs> so that's why I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm in here. Oh, Soul Spikes. That was something we were talking about. Oh, yeah. And Do we want to spike it into this tree? Um... I mean, I'm down. Yeah. I mean, but what happens if the tree gets destroyed? Depends if we want to move them to somewhere else. Wait, is like, this isn't where I permanently want to come back to. It's right outside of this lava pit. That doesn't seem like... Yeah. You guys had just... Uh, exited the temple behind you too just as a filling in some more gaps from your surroundings are we going this direction to get rid of the fisher or to see about the fisher we are investigating yeah. said fisher I mean, if we saw the dragons leave, maybe we should go back up the cliff. I guess I wish Shia was here because I feel like she felt a certain way about us killing the dragons. And... I can't imagine we won't stumble across another dragon. I mean, it sucked. There are also evil dragons, so... Okay. So, do you know that they're evil dragons? Like, you have, you have a dragon sense or something, right? Yeah, no, all dragons that aren't metallic dragons are evil. Hmm. Is that just your personal, like, opinion, or is that, like, that's something that's actually, like, known? Is that, like, coming from, like, a reputable source, or is, like, your personal experience? Are you biased? Yeah. Um, I mean, it came from a, a dragon, so I don't, I don't know how reputable you would consider that source, but... What if that dragon's just a dick? It doesn't like well, it. Just, what if that I, dragon's just bad-mouthing people? It came from multiple dragons, I guess I should say. Well, is there, is there like a... Dicks. Is there like a underlying, like... Race, racial thing amongst other dragons? Like, or... Like... No, I mean, from as far as I know... All non-metallic. Okay, so out of character, <laughs> it actually is, like, I think D&D canon that metallic dragons are lawful good and, like, non-metallic dragons are lawful evil. But also... I'm just trying to goad you into 
disclosing more information about dragons. Yeah, same here. Yeah, but also <laughs> my character was actually, like, trained to be a monk under dragons. <laughs> yeah, but we just don't know if you're like, you could be trained under what is perceivably an evil dragon, but they're just, you know, the one good guy. And then if we get into a situation, we're like, oh, yeah, like... She said this was a good yeah, one. Yeah, no. So as far as Zeph knows, I think, uh, Josh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we went over this last time saying that I would know this from, like, reading, like, books at the, like, monastery and also, uh, from talking with the dragons, but I would know that, uh, metallic dragons are inherently good and non-metallic dragons are inherently bad, right? Yes. Yeah. Specifically when towards... You metallic... Sorry, go ahead. Specifically towards the humanoid races as well. Yeah. So. I was gonna say, so when you say metallic, like, is she a metallic dragon? Yeah, wouldn't I make all Dragonborns not that aren't metallic no. evil? No, because Dragonborns are different than dragons. Okay. Um. So, like, no, she wouldn't be a metallic dragon, but Dragonborns are a little bit different than their full dragon counterparts. Mm -hmm. Um... However, yes, metallic dragons are inherently good, and non-metallic dragons are inherently bad. I feel great about killing the baby dragons. Yeah, so while I feel bad that we killed baby dragons, if we had to kill baby dragons, I would rather them be baby non-metallic dragons. Than yeah, but what if we you could would... train them to be good, though? Like, what if they're just I, evil? I doubt it. Are you saying that you would kill metallic, baby metallic dragons if you had to? I would absolutely not. Okay. Uh, okay. There would be, I mean, there would be no reason to. I don't think. I don't see a reason that there would ever be feel great about this but if you all vote and want to keep going i i'm committed to our cause at this point so i mean i mean i think we could move forward just cautiously moving forward i could uh, let Put past without both. a trace on us, and we could actually try and be stealthy. We just have never succeeded at being stealthy in the past, so I didn't know <laughs> if that was something we were interested in doing. Uh, <laughs> Frederick is not the stealthiest person. Uh, yeah, he's a, what, seven foot barbarian. Ten. Not even with plus ten to your roll? Well, I have disadvantage and a minus one, so yes, not even with plus ten. I mean, with disadvantage, though, I mean, even with disadvantage and a minus one, 
With a plus 10 to your roll, the lowest you can get is a 10. Well, technically, if I roll a 1, it's well, still a 1. Yeah, it's still a natural 1, but... Hmm. Aside from a natural 1, the lowest you can get is an 11, which is still decent. We could try it. Do we hear dragons up ahead, like, doing their screeching? No. You can okay. roll for more perception and investigation, but, uh... Sure. It's... It is up to you. It is my perception. Dog shit! <laughs> is what my perception is. Mine's plus eight, so... Mine is plus zero. 23. Oh, very nice. Why am I Gunther? <laughs> if you're down at the bottom, if you're down at the bottom where your chat log is, you gotta change it. Oh, okay. Because I can be, I, I was the one that put she is 13 in there, but I can be anyone. Um... With your, <laughs> gosh darn it! <laughs> With your, uh, not the nay, but the twenty-three, um, you hear ahead in the echoing off the canyon walls a bit of scuffling around, as if some people are moving about in the night, um, and sounds sneakily because the they're erratic as if somebody or something is moving slowly ahead of you. But it is far off because you can tell the echoes that are reaching you are fainter than if they were, if you were probably closer to it, just because you can hear some of the other echoes bouncing around, you know. Okay. I hear someone in the distance, but it sounds pretty far off, so I'll just Cast this, and we'll do what we can. If we want to move without these people that are still taking their beauty sleep. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be okay to go without them. Because, I mean, they're pretty well, uh, hidden under the brush. You're muted. I said, we really do believe in our party members in the weirdest spots sometimes. <laughs> they Just really hope do for the best. Sleepers. Yeah. Well, technically, we could take Cat with us. Yeah, I guess that's, that's fair. Do we want to interact with the Canadian any anymore 
Do we want to say a couple words? Uh, out and about in a boat. Perfect. Eh? Goodle my Lou. Mm. Syrups on tap. I don't think we have tap. Could you do for Timmy's? Uh-huh. How are you now? <laughs> Good, and you? Oh. Well, not so bad. <laughs> Does anybody have a puppers? Yeah. I got one sitting right next to me. Passed out. I meant... I'd go for a Gus and Brew right now. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Fucking degens. Your spare parts, bud. Allegedly. <laughs> Part of it was a sick ostrich. <laughs> uh, looks I'm like yeah, yeah, we could leave them here. Yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll sneak ahead too with the. Uh, Are these corpses still here? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm avoiding these ones, of course. The body parts? Mm-hmm. Remind you too much of a uh, previous corpse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gunther. Episode one, well, also episode one corpse. Do you remember the first ever time we played when they were sacrificing animal bodies on a ship? I wasn't oh, here for that. Yeah. That was before Zeph and Squall joined the party. No, they were still sacrificing bunnies. Um, oh, yeah, but we didn't actually see anything. The first time we played, Adune told me that I had to sacrifice animals to make the ship run and I charmed Evander who was no longer with us to do it for me and he did oh no <laughs> okay and then I think you charmed him to clean it up too <laughs> should we sneak behind like this this rock and just wait for everybody else yeah maybe Um, are there two directions, two paths in front of us? Perceivably, it looks yes. Like it. You're you've walked down into a bit of a canyon. You can see over this side a little bit out into the lava that's still out there. But you, and you've descended down in front of you. You've got a large boulder that you're standing behind, and then there's a path that you can see in front of you and one to the right. I'm going to say that I left Gunther with the other three to, like, keep watch while they sleep. You did idea. That seems, yeah, that seems like something that we should account for. And then I don't have to move two players right now. Something tells me he's not stealthy, so...
Looks like you're still waiting for Squall to catch up to you. And Hawk Hamilton. I technically could take off my, my uh, chain mail, but I would become much more squishy without it. And the fissure is to the right. I'm holding back a little bit, just because I don't want the flapping of my wings to... Just walk. You know. No. <laughs> well, you did start up higher as you're descending down in, so you could technically kind of just glide slowly and keep keep correcting course. like asking the fish to walk. They don't have legs. I was born with wings. And legs. Yes, but I'm meant to fly. I'm just gonna kind of hug the wall. And, uh... Zephia Thomas, roll stealth. I feel like we're in one of those cartoons where we're just like tiptoeing. Right. Tiptoe. All right, I'm gonna roll with my new dice. Plus ten, everyone. Oh, that's an eighteen. Plus six. Plus ten. So math. (laughs) You passed. (laughs) I got a. What's that? Plus ten. I got a twenty-four. Oh, nice. I roll in stealth as well. Once you get up to Hamilton, yes. I just never used stealth. I couldn't find it on my chart. 34. Uh, stealth plus 10. Uh... 24. Ooh. With the plus 10. I got a 13. That's see that ain't bad, buddy. Uh, that depends. It really 13 depends. Plus ten or just thirteen? Just thirteen. Oh, plus ten. Yeah, twenty-three. No, just thirteen. The, oh, yeah. I got a thirteen with the. Oh, that's not ain't that bad, buddy. See, hmm. could be worse. That's uh, above average. Looks... There's nothing wrong with that. I'd love to have a 13. So. Yeah, 13's a really solid. It's above half. When you guys. 13 out of 20? Are about there, and you see a boulder in your path after you've taken the right path towards the north. You, uh. hear slight snoring in front of you. But does not seem to be roused by your approach. Whatever the snoring. We want to try and move up just a hair more to see if we can at least see what is snoring. Does it sound human or animal? Most likely human, but snores are really hard to place. <laughs> I've been told yeah, I sound I'm... like a Honda backfiring, but that's just... 
Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've, I've heard Ike snore. I thought it was thought it was an animal. Yeah, I, I snore loud. Ike, yeah, Ike snores are animalistic. <sighs> I'm gonna give Frederick one of these. Like, hold back while we move forward. Uh-huh. For now. to like right here find the bolt god damn it Zeph and Thea you're peeking around this boulder and uh, just roll another stealth for me thank god for that plus 10 18. Nice. 27. Very nice. You see in front of you a few cultists circling, starting to circle around it looks like. Just as you'd gotten behind the boulder you'd seen a bloody mass of viscera and ichor that they're surrounding. That they're all sleeping around, it looks like. Snoring them. Yep. Are they wearing the same robes as the neophytes? They do appear to be affiliated with them, yes. Well then, I'm gonna do the sign language for kill. I still have, I'm gonna like, whisper into my torque and be like, hey, I still have neophyte robes. If you want to just like, put them on and try and sneak on past. Want to take them out? Hamilton will whisper into his or can be like, can we tell how many there are? From your, I'm still a little bit see, behind. From your report. I can see four. Four? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many robes do you have? I think I had seven. Oh. So what if four of you to put them on, walk up behind them, and just give him the old jab jab from behind. Yeah. Whatever plan we want, but I do think that we should just kill him because I've never met one that is up to any good. And shit? there's a bloody mass of stuff. Gross. Why do I have a feeling, like, just a bad feeling that that bloody mass is just gonna come alive? Yeah, I say we kill him. But since I'm only wielding a blunderbuss, that's why I suggest somebody else. (laughs) What what happened to the mace? See, I thought you gave me a mace, but I I guess I didn't put it in my thing. Because I was looking through it, and I'm like, I thought Georgie gave me a maze, but I didn't see it in here, so I was like, maybe I was... Frederick. 
Yeah. <laughs> did uh, did anybody close. give you a ring? Do you have a ring of resizing? Me? Who? Yeah. Uh. Hamilton. Didn't somebody get? Oh, I. Like take. I do have a maze. But it has an item, not as an equipment. What the frick? Josh, from where I am, can I see, like, how wide their circle is? Their weird sacrifice circle. You're approximating at least. Thirty feet. In diameter. No, I don't have a ring of resizing. I only have the nunchucks. I was going. Oh, the to weird mace. Offer my dick staff. Yeah, that's what the right. weird mace is—is is the nunchucks because I couldn't find nunchucks in D and D Beyond. I was trying to think to myself too. Yeah. And maces, so he... or sorry, not mace, but uh, a flail. A flail was the closest thing. That's what it was. Yeah, because it says chopsticks and nunchucks. Yeah. So can I have my mace back then? Uh, sure. So are we putting the robes on and then killing them? Just going in? Uh, I guess going in, because the... <laughs> Lining them all up in truthia fashion. She's like, kill fire, <laughs> burn. Is that I what? cast wall of fire. Okay. Yeah, I can make a twenty-foot diameter ring. So I want to cast it. Let me count these. One, two. So I'm gonna go like this. Oh. Here, I'll I'll display the spell to you so that you. It makes sense. Up to one minute. Nice. Let there be flames. <laughs> <laughs> I think also, once I do that, um, obviously Pass Without a Trace is gone because it's concentration and because we're no longer <laughs> being passive. So Yeah. Um... But yeah, a uh, 20 foot diameter ringed wall of fire that's one foot thick and 20 feet high. And I'm gonna try and get as many of them as I can. You reach your. I'm I'm just, I'm just trying to imagine too. You just pop out around this boulder basically and scream, "Let there be flame!" <laughs> and, oh. and and this in in this um, night, it is very much alight now, and you hear the screams of at least four individuals inside of that you can see you can see all of them now so um you're just barely missing 
I guess you're hitting that one too as you popped, popped around technically. If that, your circle's just a little oblong on that one side is all <laughs> when I was looking at it. Um, Poorly drawn. <laughs> that's all. Um, so you're, you're hitting five actually. So you hear five screams, but everyone roll initiative. I thought you were going to say we hear dragon screams and I was going <laughs> to be so mad at myself. <laughs> Doom! Yes! These fucking dice tonight. Um, Do I get them before the initiative? Oh yeah, yeah, that was, that oh. was pre-initiative, that hit. And it was Ooh. a surprise attack, so it would do you, be doing um, double whatever your damage roll is. Ignore the custom roll. Ignore that. They have to make a dex save, but I'm not sure it, like, are, if they're prone, is that different? Or I don't know how that works. It would be with disadvantage if they're prone. Okay. Which they I'm not they sure are. if you're seeing... Oh, that was weird. My, like, things aren't going through, and it just, like, I went to open up the initiative tracker, and it just made me log into Astral. Oh, oh, this is weird. Hold on, let me refresh this. It may have been, too, that I just rolled, you know, five rolls all at once. They pawed the great gherkin. Oh... There we go. I got twenty four. Nope, clicked the wrong one that time. Reading through a cat. Uh, I think I'm missing this guy. Yep, I do not have him yet. There we go. And, uh, what do they have to make? For their... They have to make, my DC is 16. 16, nice, getting up there. Um, surprisingly though, they all rolled freaking high. <laughs> A 20, well, they're disadvantaged, never mind. A 5, a 15, a 9, and a 9 with a disadvantage. I'm glad it makes it roll twice, because I would have to go back through and re-roll all of these. There we go. And a 9. All failed? Yep. Yeah, all failed because of the disadvantage. Okay, 19 fire damage to all of them. Or, I guess, all of them that are in the, the circle. Oh. And then each creature that ends its turn within 10 feet of the inside of that circle takes the, that damage again on the end of its turn. Oh, on the end of its turn. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um... I'm going back through and checking everyone's initiative now, too. Uh, da -da. Cat, 
Get out of here. Mimi, get out of here. Gunther. Mm -hmm. Just so everyone is clear, if you approach the wall of fire from the outside, which we're all doing, you're fine. It's just if they're stuck on the inside, they will take damage. So people that have to get close, you you can do that as long as you don't go inside of the circle. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good because I can only punch things. Did you get another nat? You can nat one skull. <laughs> no, that nat one was the custom roll. Mine, oh, uh, my initiative actually ended up being ten. Oh, okay, thank you. Yep. yep. Yeah, that one was a custom roll. I thought that was my initiative, and I was like, oh, no, that was the custom roll. Yeah, the tracker for some reason says 17, but I rolled a 24. 24, thank you. You know what's cooler than 24? 25. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, technically, 24, if we're going on a scale of coolness instead of hot. This is true. <laughs> oh, this guy. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. No, my pickle. Seven. God damn it. Okay. It deserves to die. You're eating those nasty fucking pickles. Looks like. They're good. Leave me alone. No, my pickle is quite the phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Zeph, you're, you are up. health. That's so weird. Alright, so I'm gonna move I guess this guy's closest or the farthest I can go. The closest to me would be this guy. And I'm get up to him. Just as an FYI, they are currently burning in that wall of fire alive. There is one that's just hasn't moved basically. Uh, that was the closest to you that just lay there in a, a small huddle. <laughs> and they don't look to be wearing the robes the other ones were. The one that died? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. That's weird. Um. So... These guys are already burning. Do they continue to take fire damage? Uh, On their turn, they yeah, do. Yeah, at the end of their turn. Confirmation from... If that's And that's if they are if they stay in it, or even if they mm -hmm. move, or... Okay, I need to go back and read it fully, but... Yeah, I think if they enter it, or if at the end of their turn they're still, like, in in the fire. Okay. So, um, that's fine. I'll just stick with this guy right here. I'm going to uh, use new quarter staff. You hit him 
That is... 21 to hit. Oh yeah, that hits. And... D6... Is also 21 damage. That's a death kill. Okay. Uh, I'll let you describe it. Um, in his writhing agony of ah! while he's on fire from Shia's uh, or Thea's, uh, you guys did that to me on purpose, I swear. Of the the <laughs> ring of fire um, around, you just whop him upside the head, and he falls over, <laughs> limp and burning. Okay. And then. Let me know if I can't do this, but because I have two attacks per action, could I... So I just took the one attack. Could I take a bonus attack and then take my other attack? Just like... In the turn back order. Around yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Especially okay. if it's important then, to ha being able to accomplish more, I'm guessing. Yeah. So I'm going to consume a key point and use my bonus action to step of the wind. And I'm going to use the dash action and 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, yeah. Dash over to this guy that's at full health and use my staff of radiant badassery on him. <laughs> 17 plus 6. Plus 6. Yeah, that hits. To hit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then that's... So that's seven bludgeoning damage. And one radiant damage because, of course, I rolled a one on a d12. Uh, <laughs> Are you rolling with your new dice? Yeah. Nice. How how do they feel? Good. Except for that one, probably. Other, yeah. other than that, good. <laughs> yeah. Except for that one on the d12 and the two that I rolled on the stealth earlier, which is why <laughs> I said thank God for your... <laughs> yeah, you just gotta break them in. Yeah. You gotta break them in a little bit. But the first roll I did with these was the first uh, stealth, and it was an 18, so I'm pretty happy. Not quite a nat 20, but close. So you can you can see the damage you dealt to him, or you, you want to describe it? Okay. Uh, you can. Aiming anywhere specific? Um. His face. <laughs> so. He looks to been waking up with the screams of his fellows and was about to stand up when you whacked him in the face and he just falls back down prone. 
<laughs> no, you sit the fuck down. <laughs> and then it's, uh... Oh, shoot. That opened a whole other window when I clicked on it like that. As, so, I'm gonna elaborate on that, actually. As he, like, falls back down, I'm just gonna, like, lean down and, like, make eye contact with him and just go, shh. <laughs> These guys weren't the worst. I would feel bad. Oh, okay. You he, see him grabbing his nose as you've bludgeoned it and broken it, it appears, because there's blood streaming from his face, and you just hear him whispering under his breath. Okay, yeah. And you feel from from out of nowhere as if you were just you've just been bludgeoned over the head and out of literally feeling out of nowhere from those whispers it appears and it's 18 plus 4 oh wait but did he roll the hit what is the roll to hit make a melee spell, spell attack. attack what even is that <laughs> Um, it would just be melee, so, because Griselda has a couple, well, actually has that exact... Yeah, you add your spell attack modifier. Yeah, you just, so it would just be a d20 oh. plus your that's spell just attack. Gonna, that's just gonna be easiest for me, too, because I see it over here, it's a plus three for him. Dead 20. <laughs> Six. You... Oh, yeah, no, that doesn't hit. <laughs> you feel the whiff as it goes over your head. And... Why did combat stop? I started you earlier. <laughs> Hamilton, it is your turn. Did you do the bloodshed? <laughs> it is your turn, Hamilton. Okay. Theory, you're not far behind. Right neck, move up. Right neck, Thea. That'll be all of my movement. And that fifteen. Oh, fifteen. Yeah. Uh, my blunderbuss only has a range of fifteen. Oh. Uh, that'll be my turn, I guess. <laughs> Shit. Did you move? You just moved up to there, then. Yeah, I don't want to get any closer. Okay. And then leave them open to attack on me. Yeah. No, I was just trying to gauge because I didn't see where you exactly were before. And... Uh, um, before I was like right above Squall a little bit. Oh, kind of hard okay. to count those lines because they're dark. I'm pretty sure that was thirty. Yep. Um, 
I was going back to this too. I was reading through yours thing here, Thea, and it five ten. Okay. Nope. See, yeah, I don't know if he would go there. I think he would just run out, run towards the direction. Away from the fire, basically. <laughs> that he's still covered in. And I, I think that would still technically deal damage to him, because he's leaving the wall. On one side of the wall, selected by you, when you cast this spell, fire damage. Within ten... F if the fire damage to each creature that ends its turn... 10 feet inside the wall, a creature takes the same damage when it enters the wall for the first time on a turn or ends its turn there. Okay, on the other side of the wall deals no damage. And you chose the inside of the wall, so I guess not, because they're not passing through the inside of the wall to get away from it. <laughs> I can't see where he went, but I'll let you be the, the judgment call of that. I had to read it out loud so that it would make some more sense to me. And uh, the two cultists that are on fire just scream running out that are to the left side of the circle, batting themselves down as if they were still on f fire and trying to bash it, uh, bash it off and stop, drop, and roll all the way to the canyon walls. But then it is your turn, Thea. out here. Are there, like, bones and shit over here? Yes. They look like larger bones as if uh, they'd used some larger creature in their rituals of some sort. Um... Can I tell what kind of bones they are? You can roll an investigation, but that would definitely be your action. Okay, I'm not going to do that right now. Um, In the heat of I'm your flames. The literal heat. Yes. I'm going to make some more heat in my hand. And I'm going to throw it at Cultus 3. I'm going to cast Produce Flame, and I can hurl it at a creature within 30 feet of me. So. Um, 18 plus 8. 26 to hit. Oh, yeah. All day. Damn, these attack rolls tonight. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I feel like I normally don't roll that high. Just five damage, though. Some fire damage to his already firing self. He's flaming. Uh, five, you say? Mm-hmm. That's a death kill if you want to describe it. I feel like he's there, like, patting out flames on himself, and then I'm just like, Whew. and then just, like, one last flame just hits him and he falls over. <laughs> He gets all the fire padded out and then just ignites 
instantly. <laughs> he just screams to the heavens and falls over. <laughs> Suffocating. Yeah, that's my turn. Okay, Squall, be a thine turn. Alrighty, um, let's see if I... Alright, I'm going to move 45 feet, which will put me up here. Um, Alright, I... Looks dead. Uh, I'm going to call that my turn. Because with my visual thing, I can't quite see cult fanatic uh, from where I'm at so and it looks like the other ones are dead so yeah I'm just gonna call my turn right there okay and then it's Frederick actually wait just before your turn there is one thing from the middle of the viscera and gore you just hear a as if something is oh, bursting knew it. forth from it. Uh, <laughs> fucking tentacles? Uh-huh. And a toothy maw <laughs> of pieces and parts um, as they singe into the wall of flame around it. But then it's your turn, Frederick. Was that their turn, though? Pretty much. Was that the toothy maw's turn? Pretty much. Yeah. Does, does it have to take damage for being within ten feet of the wall? I guess so. You are correct. Well, oh, it's nice. five D eight or what have you. Yeah, it has to make a uh, deck save. I guess. Yeah. Um, it got a two. And spiky scale okay. tentacles. <laughs> then it takes nineteen. first. There we go. Uh, that's my turn. I moved. <laughs> <laughs> you hear it cringe back from the fire. And it is Zeph's turn again. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna hit this guy in front of me some more. Uh, my first attack's going to be with my new quarterstaff. Gonna be an 18 to hit. Oh, yeah. Ooh, a 6. Plus 16. Twenty-two to hit, or twenty-two damage. I mean, not to hit. And I. Twenty-two damage. Actually. Yeah. That's a death kill. Okay. You want to describe it? You can describe it. No, I'll let you. 
as he's holding his nose and after he'd finished chanting, you basically just whop him upside the head and you hear a <laughs> as his neck turns the wrong way and he stays laying on the ground. Uh, how much? Then stalking is a free action. I'm gonna say I'm gonna ask Thea through the torque. Uh, how much? How much did you say this would hurt if I ran through it? If you're not dexterous, it'll hurt you. It's nineteen if you fail. Half that if you succeed. I'm gonna it's take a chance. Also, um, or twenty feet I, high. Yeah, can you? You only have to be five feet away from it, right? You could stay on this side of the firewall, and only your weapon goes through the fire. Or is that cheating? Oh, well, it's opaque though. Which means you can see hazy images through it. Or you can have Squall pick you up and put you on the other side. I feel like maybe Josh can correct me if I'm wrong. But I, feel I like am not a strong we... bird man. Oh, okay. I feel like we can, or we know, or have some semblance of spiky scaled tentacles flopping around. Oh, or do yeah. we not know what that oh. that's in there? No, you know that's in there. Okay. Yeah. O opaque, uh. basically, you know, you can see the silhouette if not some color through it because the flames are flickering, I presume. I was more so just worried that if it was opaque, I would have, like, disadvantage or something on my attacks. But... Would I, or...? Um... Probably from that distance, too, just because you'd be striking at it at its flailing tentacles, whereas the mass of it is probably another five feet away from you, you know? Okay. It also lasts a minute, so I don't know where we're at in that minute. I was gonna basically say once it comes back around to your side, yeah, that would be the minute. I have I have confidence in my dexterity. Yeah, just go for it. I'll and heal you. Bite me in the ass, but I'll heal you. I'm gonna time. move these fifteen feet in through this. Make a dex save. Make a dex save. Okay. What do I have to beat? Sixteen. Oh fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. You're a monk. You, like, dive over this shit or something. God damn it. I'm 15. Uh, <laughs> so close. 19. 19 damage? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, alright, and then I'm going oh, to, no, it's not that bad, <laughs> but, 
Um, I'm going to use my staff of radiant badassery for my second attack. The 19 to hit. I actually don't know this guy's off the top of my head here. I hope to God a 19 hits. <laughs> it does. Oh, thank God. Okay. Um, so that is... Seven bludgeoning. And eight radiant. So, a total of to 15. Him. And then I'm going to consume a key point. And do flurry of blows. So, my first punch. Is a natural 20. Oh, shit. <laughs> and my second punch is a 21 to hit. A natural 20, he takes a 16 damage. From one fist? From one fist. Because it was 8 damage in a natural 20. So it's Someone double. ate their weed, <laughs> And then the next one's only a 4. <coughs> so a total of 20? Did I understand that correctly? Yeah. Okay. And then that was 5, 10, 15 to get in here for my movement. So I'm going to use the rest of my movement to go. Wait, hold on. So I'm here. Five, ten, fifteen. Roll a history for me, real quick. Oh, okay. That's a five. Okay, keep going. <laughs> You're going to keep rolling until you get this history check. You will remember. No, no, I meant like keep going with what you were doing for your turn. So I'm going to move to here. All right, roll another deck save. I need to roll it when exiting the flames too? Oh, shit. It's just okay. from one side oh, yeah, of the flame. Cause it's, yeah, because I passed into it and then out of it. That's what the history uh, was to, to see if I would, I would remind you or not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. He's a generous DM. If oh, the dice oh, allow. Okay. So that one is a 22. Nice. So on the way out, you realize you realize that it's uh, you get your timing right and you jump right through two sets of flames, basically. Yeah. And that'll end my turn. And that that 
nat 20, I'm guessing, is actually into one of its eyes. So it screeched ear-piercingly in out, out out of its maw, and uh, you, you have felt a satisfying <laughs> as it lost an um, eye. Yeah, can I, can I, when I do that, can I grab the eye and rip it out? Uh-huh. You actually have it. And just, yes! <laughs> Tentacle monster eye going into my inventory with the other eyes. <laughs> Get those body parts. Hamilton, it's your turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll move up here for a full movement. And since that, that guy's... He's a big chunker. So I, I think a blunderbuss shouldn't have a hard time hitting him through that. Mm-mm. Well, that, that's damage. Don't look at that one. Nothing came through on our end here. Okay. Oh, cool. wait. Maybe it did. Yeah, it did. It just took it a minute. Here's the hit roll. 19. Oh, yeah, that hits. Well, you just want to keep the first one for the damage, then? Ah, <laughs> or if do you want me to roll again? No, if you're all right with it. Um... Yeah, I'll keep it. Okay. So, 22. Wait. Yeah, I don't understand no. that either. I think that was if, it were, if, if you were sneaking. Because it says piercing damage 11. Then sneak attack. Yeah, it's only a 2d8. Plus 2. You can re-roll it if you want. Okay. Because it doesn't... And... And it works like the Exandria pistol. It has the, the explosive round. Oh, okay. So you have to roll that still, too, then. So... What is... What? That one came through as a... I don't understand why it rolls so many dice when I click on its damage. Mm-hmm. Are you sneaking? Is that like something you can do in D and D Beyond? As a rogue, I have sneak options, but I'm not sneaking. Oh, maybe that's just why. Is if you were being sneaky, that's why. Unless that's adding in, because it rolls it twice. Yeah, that is kind of weird. So when too. I as the crit, I guess, too. It's just like, at least for some of the other rolls that I do and such, it rolls my advantage and disadvantage for me on the spot every time. Okay. So I don't have to click on it twice. So that that's some of it probably. So it's like, you've got your piercing damage, and if you were sneaking, and if you piercing critical, damage. and if you had sneaking critical, <laughs> all in the same go. So, would the total damage just be 13, or would it yeah, be 26? It would be 13. That's the way I would I would understand that, too. Because you'd said 2d8 plus 2, right? Yeah. So your total possibility would be 18, so 26 is just not, not even possible at this moment. <laughs> so that would just lead me to believe it would be that 
just the piercing damage part. And then, obviously, okay. like you said, the explosive damage, too. So 13 so plus that. So 13. Then this is a... On a successful hit, on a hit, everything within 5 feet of the target must make a dexterity saving throw. DC equals to 8, plus your proficiency bonus, plus your dexterity modifier. Uh, my dexterity modifier is 2. Proficiency bonus. I'm... I don't proficient. Well, I got that plus. Where the fuck do I see a proficiency bonus with? Oh, with firearms. Yeah, I'm proficient with them. So that's a plus two to that as well. Okay. So it's eight, ten, twelve. Twelve plus thirteen. Okay. So... Well, no, twelve is the DC they have to make to save the explosive damage. Oh, my bad. Yeah, or suffer a 1d8. 1d8 it is. Right. Four. You would think with more tentacles he'd be more dexterous. Alright. And your blast rips okay. through the fire, um, striking him, ripping part one of his tentacles, actually, and they fly towards you, Zef, just... <laughs> and uh, the flames do an added damage on top of that, that your explosion Ooh. was striking across the flame. Um... Does, the does the tentacle fly off at her? Yeah, yeah. Three body parts. <laughs> does, it, does it get cooked as it passes through the fire? It is charred, but I wouldn't say cooked by any means. <laughs> Unless you like your um, tentacle bits. Uh, Medium rare? More <clears throat> like charred on the outside and rare on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that's called uh, Pittsburgh style. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Seared. Seared tentacle. Yeah. So then with my bonus action, I'll just reload because it's only a one shot thing. And that'll be my. We want to see charred tentacle staff. That's what we want. <laughs> I don't have that many hands. You have so many staff. How many do you have? Uh, I have my two actual staves, and then the dick. Okay. Uh, it, it feels like there's more. Just maybe their names are all... Well, yeah, because I had... I think it's because I had my original staff, but then it broke, and then you mended it, and then it mm. became radiant, and that's when I changed it to the staff of radiant badassery. And then I was... So I was using that, and then I got the dick, and was using the dick... But then when we reached into the chest of desires, I got a real staff, <laughs> the metal one. So now I've been using my radiant staff, 
that you made for me and the metal staff that I got from the chest and the dick is now in my backpack. <laughs> Just next time around. Next time we're in a, a town or business center, we'll get you to a Skyrim crafting table and we'll enchant <laughs> your dick for you. Yes. Just infuse it onto one of them. Oh my gosh! We need to infuse it to the stick, the staff of radiant badassery, because then, when <laughs> when the radiant damage comes out, it'll come out the top. Oh no! <laughs> Where does the tentacle play in this? <laughs> we can. Oh, we could wrap it around the metal one. That would actually look really cool. Is it my turn? But also, I was gonna pick up the tentacle because I thought uh, I was thinking of Mime. Oh, to eat I it. Figured she would probably enjoy eating it. <laughs> um, so the two cultists that had stopped, dropped, and rolled start running up the cliff face there seems to be a slight opening in in such you notice particularly zeph off to your le right and uh they're still screaming like ah, ah, and tripping over themselves going up the these on the, these barely cut steps they're up the cliff face and then it's your turn Thea. these fuckers are running we'll get them You'll step of the wind at them. Okay. Um, Figured you'd just run up and burn them. I would love to. First, I'm gonna thunder wave this this sack of tentacles. So I guess I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna stand ten feet away from it, and I'm gonna cast thunder wave at third level, which creates a 15-foot cube away from me of thunder, so hopefully I'm only hitting tentacle arms. That's the goal. And he has to make a constitution saving throw. Is he ignoring you Jesus. or no? He failed! You guys are on the ball tonight, apparently. I am not. Yeah. You're rolling really bad. Yeah. You had you had one attack and you rolled a three. So. <laughs> but my damage roll was bad. So um eight thunder damage. And I assume that he's like secured to the ground somehow, or no? Because I think the thunder wave will push him if he's not like grounded. But I don't know what his tentacle situation is. <laughs> it would push him, yeah. Okay, he's pushed ten feet away from me. Okay. And that lets out an odd of an audible thunderous boom out to 300 feet. Which makes Big me scared. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, that might attract a lot of... Oh, yeah, shit. I didn't think about that yeah. until I was reading the last 
sentence of the spell. <laughs> it do happen. We can take care of it. And Squall. Wait, we rolling? We good. Uh, Squall, mm-hmm. it is your turn, and one of the other tentacles flies off um, just sporadically to the southwest. Gotcha. Alright. Um, I'm going to take... I'm going to take aim at spiky scale tentacles with where is my ah oh, here it is alright Eldritch Blast I'm just I'm going to hit them um, I'm going to aim both beams on them I'm just going to roll for both the first one's a 19 yep cool and the other one's 24, so I know that one hits. Oh, yeah. Alright, so... Damage... 10... Uh, 17 damage total. And then... Alright, 40. I'm gonna move... Ooh, 40? But I want to be, like, I'm going to be, like, up in the air. Probably, like, 20-ish feet or so. Okay. So to have a bird's-eye view of the battle, as it were. Uh. And then uh, that'll end my turn. And... P.S. The spiky tentacles finally get a, gets a turn. Um, and as it gets pushed out of the gore from your attack there, Thea, you see it does have legs below it, um, and standing on four legs, and the tentacles are coming from, actually, it looks like it's back and haunches, and, um, are surrounding its head, mostly. And... What the fuck? <laughs> Gross. And it's, Calamari. it just uh, turns to the closest apparent uh, uh, threat and just throwing that one out there so you can see that I'm not making stuff up. Um, not the first one hits. The second one doesn't look like. No. Is it? Wait, who's it attacking right now? Zeph. Took a half step forward here to reach out with its, well, more than a half step, basically a full step there forward towards Zeph and bites towards you um, with a 20 to hit. Yeah, that hits. You have to roll a constitution for me. Okay. And this is a disease or poison, so if you have any of those resistances or... Not yet. <laughs> and That's the... a 17. Oh, nice. You're oh, good. Yes. Um, that's 12 piercing from that, though, and the tentacle whips down over your head as it's biting onto you. Oh, every 24 hours that elapsed, you must repeat the saving throw. 
That's if I am. Yeah. Wow. Four hours. Right. Um. Till the disease is cured, reducing the. Oh yeah. Jesus. Thank God I made that save. Is there a disease? Is, is there like STDs and stuff in D and D? Yeah. Do they have like? Yeah, oh. We, yeah. Oh, that's that's terrifying. And... You answered so fast, Josh. Like you've been researching it or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this campaign, uh, yeah, well, not so not much this one, but the other one. Yeah, definitely for the other one, I was, I was, I was down that rabbit hole. And could you roll another Constitution saving throw for me, Zeph? Yes. Oh, I see. It actually, you need to be rolling a. I had to. I didn't realize entirely what that was because it doesn't give me a description of that until I send it to chat. Um, oh yeah, because I'm not. Am I grappled by it? No, it's going to reach out and try oh, to yeah. though. With uh, which would require a strength versus dexterity, in my opinion. I know there's another way to do it, but that's just my brain off the top of my head. Because it's like trying to slither its tentacle around you, and you're trying to mm. not be. So it's a 22. Though that was a save, I should roll a check. It would be basically the same thing, a d20 plus the modifier. Okay. That's a 9. So you were grappled, and then that's what would happen if you so roll a constitution. Okay. Fifteen. Nice, just beat it. And uh, uh, basically, you're getting bitten by this thing and grappled from it from that side, I guess. And uh, as you're trying to, as it tries to slam you on the ground, it misjudges just because it's in pain and. Still's kind of s- flopping about in its own blood and icor from uh, whenever it's uh, ha- missing its tentacles, and then it's Frederick's turn. Uh, how much damage did I take from it? That was twelve. Me? Okay. Am I in range here? You were in range of its tentacles there. If you took one more s- square forward, that that would be the main of body. I'm gonna aim for the main body with my mace. Twenty. That does the seven. Oh wait. Um. What am I waiting for? Because that, that hits, that would be 7 damage. Yeah. When you hit a melee attack, you can expend one spell slot to deal 2d8 of extra radiant damage to one target, plus 1d8 for each spell slot. Okay. I'm going to expend a first level spell slot to add a 2d8 to that hit. 
Oh, okay. So that does an extra seven damage. That's a death kill if you want to describe it. Uh, um, I just came running up as fast as I can and just like took the biggest baseball swing I could with my mace. Just in the center mass. And then as the... I'm not entirely sure what that is with the... It... Oh, that's with the... Uh gauntlet isn't it that you're reading from then no i got the i use divine smite oh so it was a spell yeah i use a spell slot to basically just add more damage because i was going to i was guessing to just by the way you were describing it and it being with the mace you would invoke the name of helm and in the name of helm be gone demon kind of deal and uh mm-hmm as you're striking it, you hit it, you feel your mace sink true, and then the radiant damage spreads across it in this gold lighting across the back of it, and then your mace sinks deeper into the center of it, presumably striking around where its heart is, and it just drops dead with its tentacles and everything. Stop their flailing. They're kind of wiggling around a little bit, but with no, with barely a mind of their own, just uh as if a snake would with its head cut off. Cool. And, uh... My asshole human. You guys, <laughs> um... See, or rather... Zeph sees probably Frederick now, but most others just here. The two other cult fanatics above die. In a, a, as their shrieking ends, and uh, oh, they die. I'm trying to read through a cat. <laughs> Always exactly right where I need you not to be. Look at my asshole, human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were done with your turn, so... correct, Frederick? Just confirming. <laughs> Maybe. Georgie! It's normal. Is he rubbing one out again? <laughs> Forfeits his turn. Okay. Um. Got to go release some energy. Oh, yeah. Mm. Nope. Um, I'm just confirming that with my rolls here that I wasn't overstepping. Oh, you're seeing it from your side that's what I was just checking to make sure you were done with your your turn but you and Zeph are both seeing at least one of these cultists die 
So are those what the crossbows are against them? Mm-hmm. I see. Can I see what killed it? Or just do I just see it drop dead? For this particular second, you see the one drop dead, but as you're kind of questioning that, you see two shadowy figures. I'm going to see if I can... Can you actually see? Because I don't think I changed their... I didn't know if you'd get past that, honestly. That was a... Yeah, I mean, I can see just just the corner of this one, and then I can pretty much fully see this one. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, you guys annihilated that one. go. You see two shadowy figures step down the steps that the cultists were trying to walk up. The one, both of them walking languidly, as, so slowly up to the first one, the corpse, and the second one, the still living, badly burned um, cultist, and just staring them down of these dark figures. And it is Zeph's turn again. Cause it is well, this is probably nine. really fucking stupid, but 5, 10, 15, 20. <laughs> oh no. We're on the 35 feet up here. And beat on this cultist. With... I'm gonna use my Radiant Staff. The 19 to hit. Oh, yeah. That's four regular damage and nine radiant. Death kill, if you want to describe it. Uh, I'll let you describe it. Um, having just dodged an arrow, he turns around his head just slightly to see you coming up to him. You sweep the leg and uh, just pound your staff into his chest, and you see his arms and legs go up, like, <gasps> presumably having stopped his heart. Fuck yeah. Um, and then I'm going to look up at the shadowy figure, and... Use. I'm going to try and talk to them. What do I see? Yeah. See an ebony-skinned individual, only recognizable skin being just around their mouth and chin area. The rest of them is clad head to toe in some... These fucking ninjas. Sort of cloth and armor. And uh, you recognize them as the dark elven brothers of the subsurface to the above-ground brethren that you're used to. Dark, um, dark elves. Do I... <laughs> do I... 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 Do
do I know if they speak common? Like, as Zeph. I, as a player, I believe Drow only speak under common, but do I, as Zeph, know that they don't speak common? You can roll a history check. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a 15. <laughs> You're pretty sure that they do not speak your language. Um, I'm going... Let me see how I can do this. So that was 30. So I saw 15 feet of movement. I'm going to kind of look up at the drow and kind of, like, nod appreciatively as, like, well as I can to try and get my point across. And I am going to say, like, thanks for the help, even though I'm almost positive these, I know the, they can't understand me. And I'm going to move 15 feet back down. Okay. And that'll end my turn. I'm also going to let Thea Hamilton and Squall know that um, there's three drow up here at the top of this cliff. Uh, one of them just killed the other cultist. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows how to speak to them. They, From my understanding, they don't know common. Um, I'm not sure if anybody knows how to speak to them or not. You're pretty sure um, they know Elvish oh. as well. I know Elvish. What What do they know? As far as I know, Drow know Elvish and Undercommon. I moved I you back, Frederick. Any of those? Are we perceiving these people as a threat? I'm not sure. They they just killed a cultist. So, I mean, I, I don't know. If they're an enemy to the cultists, then they're probably our friend. Unless we're just both in their territory. Right. So, as you move back, the one farthest from you walks down the center, stands front and center, and says something you don't understand in elvish what language i know elvish I, so from your distance i would say roll a perception in what language elvish Twenty-one. nice uh, i want to say 17 but i don't know my dice got like stuck on the side of the screen and it didn't do anything yeah, seventeen. You also had a plus plus seven, and Thea's got a plus eight. You guys are perceptive as fuck. Um, you get them good eyeballs. Catch that. Basically, the the per pretty much everything that they had said, which is, leave this place, and we shan't follow. 
and they're we're still in combat you are in the in initiative you are currently because i don't know if you're in combat <laughs> okay so i can't move closer no not currently the the he didn't make any th other threatening moves besides what he had said and readied a crossbow that he that he's holding basically and it is hamilton's turn hmm Want to move forward a little? There Don't walk go. threateningly toward them. Over. Yes. Hmm. Guys, does anybody know what he said? Mm -mm. He, he does not want us. They do not want us here. That That is clear. I don't know what they're doing here, but we should probably just move along. I will, I will say in Elvish, we are not your enemies. We are here for the same reason you are. You wish to murder the rest of the inhabitants of the fissure for your gain? Ha! <laughs> I doubt it. We are here to feel the fissure and make peace among the land. Mm, seal the fissure. Wrong words. He just readies his bow, aiming it, uh, crossbow, aiming it directly at your face, basically. Huh. I'm just gonna be like, what did you say? <laughs> I'm gonna tell everyone, like, I tried to talk him down, but now I guess we gotta kill him. Aw, oh, shit. <laughs> And well, what did the chopsticks do again? Nunchucks, as far as you know. Yeah. Beyond that, you you do not know. When you clicked them together, they became nunchucks. Okay. Well, Thea, looks like you get to burn them too. <laughs> I'll be like, well, and I will have a bonus action, cutting action. You can take a bonus action each one of your turns to dash, disengage, or hide. So I'm a dash back. Okay. You haven't taken an action technically either. Just wanted to say that before you did move. You walked. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Thea. Just hats off, just so I'm clear, we are trying to seal the fissure, right? I mean, we were... I, I, Technically, I guess. We just were trying to get down think, in there and see what the fuck it even is yeah, going on. I think on we, were, we were investigating the fissure, and then we were going to make a judgment call on what would be the best thing to do with the fissure. Yeah. I've been playing too much Fallout. It's okay. <laughs> Note the fissure! Note yeah. the fissure! Rise the queen! <laughs> well, yeah, you're not wrong. I, I think we want, if we decide it's bad news, we, we're probably going to want to do something about it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I guess, take a couple steps forward and just yell in Elvish across this pile of goop and be like, We're not your enemy! 
we don't mean you any harm. We'll continue on our way and we'll leave you to whatever it is that you're doing here. And I'm going to use the rest of my movement to walk this way. Persuasion for me. Okay. Not my best skill, but here we go. My charisma is not what it once was when I was playing as Bullock. <laughs> you, you do not Me. see a change in the Dark Elf as you walking that way. They are still having the crossbow readied and facing directly in Hamilton's, Hamilton's face. It is Squall's okay, turn. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, well... To be fair, on the charisma front, most of your friends are trees. I know. <laughs> Thinking wasn't really something I did until I met you guys, so. Uh, I had to refresh. The whole socializing thing's kind of new. Yeah, um... Alright, I don't... Are there not supposed to be drow on the... Hang on. I just not... No, no. Oh, are. Drow are dark elf, my friend. So they're technically invisible right now? Because yeah. I don't see any on my screen. Right, because you're not close enough. Yeah, they're they're pretty far away. You can see the edge of leg of Zeph right now. Yeah. They're before, beyond that. Alright, I'm going to move up. Which is 5, 10, here. 15, 20. Oh, there you go. You're going to be able to see everything there. Okay. Um. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 50, 50. Yeah, you, you get one more move if you were going for 60. No, I'm going to go right here because basically I don't want to attack, but like I want to show like. Uh, Your basically presence. My, my presence and then like a show of force. Like I want to have like the crackling energy of. The Eldritch Blast, like in my hand, like in my claw or hand or whatever, uh, and I want to look at like the drow that's aimed at Hamilton, and regardless of like if I know he can understand me or not, uh, I'm going to say like we're not your enemy. Think about this carefully. Let's talk this out. But in what if, language? I'm gonna say it in common, but I want the, I want a like, I want to present my body language as, like, basically, like, as an intimidating, like, not as an intimidating force, but, like, I, I am, yeah, I am ready to show force if you are going to bring it out. Like, I just want to show that I'm at the ready to shoot this at you. If something, like, if you choose violence, I'm choosing violence. Violent body language. Yeah. He glances over at you, and you're... 
of your beginning phase of your Eldritch Blast there, and uh, doesn't seem to shift his his stance, but also is not. I mean, he's not moving forward. Obviously, he he. He, he walked right in front and center as his friends are kind of grabbing the corpses behind him, basically. Okay. I'm not going to attack, but, like, I just... I just want him to understand that, like, we're in a Mexican standoff, essentially. Whatever the D&D equivalent is. <laughs> and then it would be Frederick's turn. Uh, so, quick question question so we're not gonna be the first ones to attack we don't know like what the hell like well that changes what I'm going to do here or what I'm trying to do you also know from this angle that the fissure continues to go down in the northern and the eastern directions and the lava is out in that direction to your westerly direction so your left it, it the cliff face rises up back so wait to my to where i'm facing now is down towards the heart of the fissure and that is going the now you're turned left and that is up to the top of the face of the cliffs uh, oh so th- these guys are above us. Mm-hmm. Oh. That changes my plan. Um. 5, 10, 15, 20. Uh. Hmm. Bonus. I need to read my thing. I activate my shield to be like an actual shield. Um. And I and I and I, for my action, I yell, "Helm will smite thee, if they if thou stout don't stand down in primordial." This is an intimidation. Oh, okay. You can roll that. My six, what the fuck? They seem unwavered by your... by your shouting and and jesting. The two in the back drag the bodies up the cliff face. Oops, I thought I grabbed them all. There we go. And out of your view. Off to the either side. 
and then it's Zeph's turn. Cool. Alright, um... With the one lone drow standing in the center with his readied crossbow. So just so I have my directions and stuff correct, the direction that they are coming from is not the fissure. You are in the fissure, but it is not the lower pores, portions of the fissure that they're that they just moved towards. Correct. They've moved up. Okay. The cliff face. Cliff face. Okay. Then I am going to. In a like diagonal and then over motion. I'm going to move right here over to Thea. But I'm going to do it like... I'm going to walk like backwards mm -hmm. and kind of try to just keep my eyes on them the entire time. Until I lose sight of them. And the center drow holds steady. Not pulling the trigger, but keeping and not keeping just on Hamilton now but scaling towards the closest threat of Frederick and it is Hamilton's turn but still not pulling the bow and not saying anything else uh, <clears throat> so in Elvish I'll say okay so we got off on the wrong foot here. My apologies. We mean you no harm. We are just investigating this fissure. What you had said before contradicts what you're saying now. The fissure is our way to the above ground worlds it has only expanded from its original size which is beneficial to us so with my backstory that we've but mm -hmm. would I recognize these drow do they have any markings that would be familiar to me in my History. High elf society I came from. History, if you don't mind. Oh. I didn't know you were high elf. I'm half elf. Half elf? But, high so, elf? if you're a half high elf, does that just make you like a medium elf? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I'm a buzzed elf. With Heck yeah. You're <laughs> 19. You don't recognize any of their particular markings because they aren't Dark Elf from the region where you are from. However, you do know quite a lot about Dark Elves considering your past and your want to elude your past. You would consider it at one point joining the Dark Elves 
and had thrown out the idea as a terrible idea because they are ruled by a female class that punish male and are all males are subservient to them as well in a slave type way oh damn sign me up Mm -hmm. and the this in front of you is definitely a male so you know he is not in charge of the situation he is just fulfilling orders of some sort May I ask, who is the one that sent you? You may not! Oh, straight from the bottle. Get it, girl. <laughs> um, why do we pose such a threat to you in closing this fissure? We... utilize the exits and entrances from the underdark to the surface in our not only in our free time but also for resources that we do not have and the more of those there are and the more likely that the above ground would inhabit those spaces the more likely we are to find the resources we wish. So it is a profitable venture for the entrances into the Underdark to be expounded upon. As most will not enter. You are getting more information than you would likely. Because I'm in an amicable mood. So then let's strike a bargain. We continue on our way, investigating the fissure. If we feel it is detrimental to our environment and our world, we will partially close to keep keep you still access to our world for resources. But if it is detrimental to our world, we have no option but to. He seems to be mulling over a decision that he hasn't been ready for this day, and... As I see his confused look as he's thinking of it, because if this fissure were to engulf our world and destroy it, you would have no resource to gain from it. Roll persuasion with advantage. Nobody get it. That would be twenty-five. Yeah, I don't. I don't have to do the advantage thing, so I just roll it twice. That works. You can right-click on it, and it'll uh, ask you whether or not you want to do it with advantage or disadvantage. <gasps> um, so as he's mulling it over, you uh, bombard him with that, and he just kind of shakes his head, and he goes, "Fine, fine. Just leave this place." I and. As we said, we will show no harm to you if you show none to 
Yes, I. And I'll slowly turn towards Thea, because that's the down into the treasure. Like up here, going down into it. Yes, I think okay. so. And you noticed some steps earlier to your... Oh, so this is going down. So this is still going down. North is still going down. Correct. It just looks more possibly sheer that way, and the only steps, um, relatively speaking, that you've seen are to your right so far. And combat is ended otherwise than um, that drow that is standing there with its crossbow looser loosely hold na- held now not as intensely but still standing there so there are steps somewhere yes down here yep oh, okay. you'd see when you're looking that way you're looking over a uh, tenor so foot cliff Thea and Zeph. Yeah. So we're we're skedaddling out of here. That's... We're gonna continue on our way and exploring Yeah. Here. So you said this just looks like a cliff here? Correct. And where you're standing exactly, you're seeing an even deeper drop of 20 feet or so into a pool of lava at that exact point. But over here, yeah, where Thea's at, step. But we should continue being quiet in case there's dragons around, even though we already made a ton of noise. At that note of thing, you guys see a deep, dark shadow pass over you. Ah, shit. I'm gonna Quickly. freeze in place. Quickly. It just... Oh, okay. And it's gone. Yep. Which direction did it go? It was west to east. In a circular motion, almost as if it were circling north. You say that and you pet that cat maniacally. (laughs) I have a bad feeling. (laughs) So it was headed, it went over towards this direction that we're headed towards now? Yes, correct. Ah, all my dice just spilled. (laughs) Be right back. (laughs) Worst feeling. Unless it was intentional, you know. Unless all of them landed on a nat 20. Yeah. <laughs> then do all the things right now. Even the D6s, nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> None of them are a 20, so... Carry on, everyone. <laughs> um, so you, you descend gonna... deeper into the fissure, and the night deepens, and the the boulders off to your right and left are shallower but most of this 
so far fissure looks as as if it were carved into the rock by passing lava that has cooled it but as you're looking to your left after descending these last couple steps you see a smoldering rock and ash to your to your left or north and that's what this terrain is yes that's what I was just going to ask about too um i am going to kind of do what we did last time and i'm going to move up to this rock and get to like here and kind of like peek over and try and see if i can see anything you're looking just trying to be down healthy. again and you notice a another set of easily accessible car carved into the a cliff face stairs that descend deeper but aren't as ashen or molten as as the other direction was which also descended down but more gradually <laughs> I am going to relay that over the torps. You going that way? Uh, path uh, I would think so, because I don't, I don't know about you guys, but the ash tree lava way doesn't doesn't, doesn't sit tell. right with me. Yeah. Not a fan of lava. I'm gonna awkwardly touch stuff on the shoulder and cast cure wounds oh, while we're you. having that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Just like one of those pats, but like someone that clearly is As I'm saying, like <laughs> I don't think we should take the ashy road. I just imagine Thea just walking up and like, just slowly patting Zeph's shoulder and like nodding along. Mm -hmm. Yep. Correct. <laughs> uh, for twelve. Oh, thanks. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the least I can do after I damaged you nineteen. So <laughs> we're even now. I think that's how math works. <laughs> Alright, uh, I guess down the stairs. Yeah. As you descend down, you see a pit in front of you that is deeper and darker than the night that surrounds you, and you have no idea how far down it goes. Of despair. I say we take the ashy road. Creepy. Should we like throw something down here first, just to for science? Yeah. Is there like a rock or something on the ground by me that I could pick up easily? There are some small small pebbles. Yes. I'm gonna pick one up and throw it down, and just kind of count as it's falling. You hear it go over the edge, and, uh... It, 
it doesn't make it very far down before it starts to skitter across the surface, but then ever so slightly later you hear it in a very light echo probably about a good solid minute later as if it had finally reached the bottom. It's like a big slide down there, guys. Mm. Got some light or something? Light a torch and throw it down. Can you throw some yeah. fire down there? Is this the yeah. first D&D campaign in existence and no one has dark vision? I have dark vision. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I have something. I'm gonna the say this. Darkness. I'm gonna say this just to piss off Ike. Thea, what do your elf eyes see? <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> oh yeah, I have dark vision. I'm just double checking. Yeah, I do. I do. But I don't know what kind of darkness this is. As you both... If this is regular darkness or like... Peer into it, you are aware this is not regular darkness. Yeah. This is magic. It is darkness. <laughs> right. darkness. I'll cast produce flame and just hurl some fire into there. And there's a ten foot. Uh, let me look. There's ten foot light around that fire. Spicy darkness. Yeah. Why spicy? Where are you aiming? It is key to this element here. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna try and, like, lob it so that it goes, like, in the middle and down. Like, I don't want to hit the edge. I want it to, like, float. Where's the middle in your eyes? Because it is a really weird shape. Okay. It goes down, and as soon as it reaches to that point right before it would be inside of it, you see it wink out. But not in its. You can still hear it, which is weird. You can hear it still going until it reaches a certain point and just whiffs out. Okay, guys. This there's definitely some magical properties to this darkness because, you know, in my experience, I can see in in dark and dim light, and that doesn't usually happen. So there's got to be something magical going on here. I don't know if we want to just jump into a magical hole. Yeah. Well, somebody could fly down and check it out, fly back up. I could? How? Yeah, but if he can't see now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, and it, like, is that even, like, is that, is that even, I guess, maybe the center, like, is that wide enough for me to, like, com- comfortably, like, flutter down gently? Oh, yeah. Especially oh, towards yeah, that part like... where Thea had aimed, which is the widest part in the opening. Yeah, that's like, it's, it's about, like, 20 feet. Yeah. I got a question. 
could Squall do like the Assassin's Creed dive and then use his wings as like a makeshift parachute to like stop him mm-hmm. before he hits the ground? Mm-hmm. Which is what I was talking about earlier, is that gliding. Yeah, like... Oh... I hate this so much. I guess I could fly straight up if I needed to. Seemed like a great idea, but... Oh... They always seem like great ideas. They always seem like great ideas. Yep. I can give you guidance. I don't know if that'll help you with anything. Yeah, just just in case. We're like, I just this could suck. Word touch. All right, I I'm gonna light a torch, and then I guess I'm just gonna like slowly just descend and and see what situations going on. And, like, I'll relay whatever over the torque. So, while that's happening, I'm going to roll up another character just in case. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Squall shit. gets lost to the ether. Um. Oh, goddamn. Yeah, so as Josh is saying it, just perceive it as Squall saying it. Roll a stealth oh, for me. God, already? Yeah. You have guidance for whatever. I don't know if you want to use it on stealth or if there's something bigger at the bottom. I'll, I'll see if there's something bigger. Do I, is that a plus 10 to my stealth, stealth still active? or No. It was done. just added, I thought. Or does that guidance not work? Because I thought it was a cantrip. You just, I thought you, you, you just sent it to chat. I thought he's, you were casting it. He's talking about pass without a trace, which yeah. ended because it was concentration. So that's gone. Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. Flashback okay. proficiency. <laughs> what? Flashback. <laughs> yeah, you do oh, have Gabby, that. You should get that ch- cough look done. I know. That fever. Do you, do you remember the prompt, or do you need me to re- to recant it for you here? I don't remember the prompt. A time in your childhood, you used your imagination to play... Oh, for the story, yeah. I didn't... Uh, yeah. Alright. Alright, before, <laughs> before I, I go into this, I'm just... Uh, so a time. Do you stare off into the distance before you go into this hole and have a flashback? Yeah, <laughs> or I, I stare into the hole and just remember uh... your childhood. <laughs> your life starts flashing before your eyes. Yeah, well, it's it, the prompt is using my imagination to have fun. Mm-hmm. So is this not fun to you? No, no, it's not. Cave, cave diving is not fun, especially for anyone who has wings. It's it's not fun. Sorry, I, I just say. <laughs> They're good. I like I. Uh, 
This situation doesn't remind me of childhood fun and imagination. <laughs> Maybe like, you're trying to use that. those memories to to scare away the evils. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I just brought it up because... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I get that, I get that. It's just, you know... There's not going to be any treasure at the bottom of this, like when I was a kid and thinking about doing this stupid stuff. But maybe there's so, think of maybe... Father Donahue. Oh god, I'm gonna fly away from this whole situation. <laughs> but but maybe there is, and that's what you're you like using your imagination to distract you from now. Like you know, you're imagining being the kid that was going on that treasure hunt or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's Percy Blair. But I, I I need to hear the story of Squall. Oh, you need to, of need Squall to hear the story. in yeah. his youth, with his imagination, mm -hmm. diving into a black cavernous hole. It doesn't have to be a black cavernous hole. That's, I can't help what fi I physically see. <laughs> you can. Like, that's what your imagination uh, is for. Oh, my imagination has shit its bed in the fear of going into a black cavernous hole. <laughs> so, boy, uh, and now, now, now it just doesn't feel authentic when I bring up the story. Now I feel like I'm forcing it. Hey guys, I'm about to go into this deep ass scary hole, but you know what? As a kid, we used to do this for fun and pretend there was treasure down there. Except... F Mr. Uh, the Birdbeaks boy hit a, hit a rock on the way down, broke his wing, and he fell and died. Doesn't really seem to bring out the whole thing. So. I wish there were some other way for me to say, like, roll a constitution for to see if you're just scared the fuck away or not. Because mm. if that was the story, I'm cool with that if you want to use that as your initiative. Or your I'll inspiration. As, yeah, I will use that as my so, inspiration. A terrifying campfire tale about <laughs> cave diving and the possibilities it's not worth dying for treasure. I just need to remember right. what, what Mr.'s name was. Mr. what? <laughs> uh, it was Mr. Birdbeak's boy. Mr. Birdbeak's <laughs> boy. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh... Alright, I'm gonna eat a piece of bread, light my torch, fly down. You have the inspiration die, by the way, if you want to add it to that stealth. Uh, no, we'll just keep, uh. We'll just keep that going. Uh, yeah, we'll just keep that going. And guidance. And I have guidance? Alright, so I'm about, I'm about to be, I'm about as prepared as I possibly can be. What was the so, role in the guidance there? Oh no! Uh, guidance does not let me you do add something. D4 yeah, to a, yeah. A roll. So what was the D four? That's right. I haven't used it yet. She's just saying I got it. So between the her D four, uh, which I don't see. That's what I was asking about. I think he rolls it. Yeah, I'll I'll roll it when I use it. She just casted it on me. I so I think he's asking maybe you to cast it into. No. no, she's casted. She already oh. casted it. Yeah, so I have I have guidance. So right. 
She casted it. I have it, so I have a D4 basically in my back pocket to use oh, yeah, yeah, when yeah. I need it on top of the inspiration. So I've got a full yeah, belly, so a lit set. torch. Yeah, about as prepared as I can for this other than having a new... This shouldn't Careful. be that bad. I, I tried racing a red dragon. Let's just do this. Let's just do this. If I was going to die, I was going to die racing the dragon. Sounds like... Yeah. Alright. We're good to go. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start my descent. Um, In the madness or into the hole? <laughs> well... We could good, just no, call I, the whole madness, and then we wouldn't have to decide. No, no, we're good. Yeah, like I've I've given my story, I've 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 pet myself up racing a dragon. We'll do this. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Evan, uh, what you want yourself to be? Watch, it's just really dark, and it's it's only like a ten foot drop. I'm calling it right now. Wait, wait, wait. It's wait, just wait. dark, and we can't see. Wait, but but. Josh had asked you to roll a stealth, and you only got a seven. So is that like, are you not using your guidance or your inspiration? I will use my guidance. I will uh, add a d4 to it. I'm going to use a spell slot to cast sanctuary on him. Ooh, what does that do? I should have showed it. Ooh, sanctuary aberration. Oh, here it is. Against attack. Hmm. Ooh. Um, and I'm going to spend another self thought to do this on him. Oh okay. yeah, I like shield you. You just make him invincible. <laughs> Dude, Frederick, with that. With that save. Okay, I guess it did. Sure. Yeah, it did. It All right, cool. So now I get a plus. Okay, let's. All right, yeah, we're good. All right, cool. Let me roll this d4 to add to that stealth. Come on, a whammy. I got the whammy. So, eight. <laughs> we're rocking a solid eight stealth. But with everything there, let's, let, let's do this. <laughs> Into mm. the darkness you go, <clears throat> and um, roll a strength saving throw. Bruh. <laughs> Damn it. I have a plus zero to my strength. Another eight! But you could use your inspiration. Uh, I wish I could make... I can I can't make things visible after I've rolled them, which is unfortunate, because I was rolling them as you rolled that eight. Uh, I'll just make it visible. So, because I think that I need to I need to double check this part here real quick before I preempt myself again. Uh, where'd that go? Oh, okay. Okay, yep, that's what I thought it was. Okay, so. I don't, I don't like the way you said that, Josh. 
<laughs> as you. Holy <laughs> fuck! Oh, bruh. Lower yourself <laughs> into the pit. Oh um, no. This is my personal worth nightmare. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Three. Thank you. Thank you again, Frederick. My hole just got so tight. <laughs> We're all clenching for you. Entangle alteration. Or less bad, Georgie, but they are spider people, not just spiders. How many eyes large spider Baharash people? Baharash would totally be into this. Two, two eyes, but the top halves of them are Drow esque, and they have an additional two arms because of such. They are basically. They that... Never mind. I'm... Nope. Just good. It's, it's basically Nobunaga, right? Yeah. Oh, Baharash. Baharash's kids. Right? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh. They're not Dragonborn, so it's okay. You had gotten a nine, it was? For eight for that strength saving throw, so you were currently in midair entangled in the middle of this pit. And everyone roll initiative. It is also 9.41, and these guys are tough. Just as a touch base for everyone. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good with that. That That's going to be, that's going to take me a hot minute to process. Uh, wait, so like... When you say I'm entangled in their web. Yeah, now like did I descend and get entangled or did they shoot a web entangle me cuz if they've tangled up my wings wouldn't I fall all the way to the bottom of this? Or did you just wait, as you were flying down get stuck in a web that was already there and across the crevice? They s shot more across your wings basically holding you in place. So I'm just suspended in air, mm -hmm. webbed. In mm -hmm. pitch black Oh, The pitch black darkness has receded to some degree. It is still nighttime, though, so it is still very dark in this area, but you can, once you had entered into it, you couldn't see anything. You couldn't even see your friends at first, after it had covered your head, because there was... Did, there did was my a... torch light anything? Uh-uh. It was a solid layer oh, of, of blackness, of nothingness. Oh, weird. And then as soon as the webs were fired across you, you could see your friends again, and now you could see the the, the drow driders. Ambush. Yep. Okay. Tune in next time for... <laughs> Polis Z. <laughs> Well, we can feel the shit our pants. Not Manny Polis. Oh, yeah. Hey, that happens. Uh, when, mm. Especially when I make them all very similar like that. But mm -hmm. I'm thinking of the Drown Baharash still. The mm -hmm. spider people. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're completely fucked. Completely fucked. <laughs> We're completely fucked. <laughs> No joke, I may roll another character by the time we get back to this. <laughs> you have two weeks. <laughs> yeah. 
hopefully your friends just pitch in enough, you know. Maybe uh, also the three friends that are sleeping back in, including maybe Gunther, maybe four, that are... Do we see, like, do we know what's going on? Do we hear and see that he's suspended in the air? Oh yeah, you do do now. You do now. As soon as as soon as that had happened, basically, so when you look down into the pit, you do see these spidery arms coming out and the squall suspended in them, covered in web. Now the darkness has receded. It's a conscious. We're gonna scream up and be like, "This was a bad fucking idea." <laughs> No consequence, consequence, no consequence, no consequence, following me right now. <laughs> Hell yeah. We oh, all just shit. leave. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Just eat squall. He is our sacrifice. Sacrifice, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> She uh, and, and me may come back and we're like, we don't know a squall. We never met a squall. <laughs> What's a Who's squall? Who's that? Oh, we have, a, we have a fried chicken tonight? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. But, yep. Yeah, I sent the spell that I was talking about, too, with the darkness. It's a particular draw or drider spell that mm-hmm. they have. Ah, yes, magical darkness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so. I didn't expect anyone to be interested in the hole. I figured everybody would be like looking at the hole and going, ah, fuck that noise. Uh, that was my first reaction. <laughs> you were wrong. <laughs> I you was were so wrong. <laughs> but the yeah, other shit. Just... go in it. I should have realized it's a hole. Everyone wants to go in a hole. Right. Baharash did. Mm -hmm. Successfully. (laughs) Is that a warm and squishy hole? Mm -hmm. I would very much like to point out that I am very proud of myself and Thea because it was an unknown situation that neither of us were like, let's fucking go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mean with the draw up top? With no, with the fucking with the hole. hole. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're proud. They're proud of themselves because they didn't like do a cannonball <laughs> into the into the darkness. If I could see into that thing, I think it would have been a different story. But <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I was gonna let Squall do it. Oh. <laughs> I should have just Eldrick blast the whole hole and then went down. Oh. It's like, a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, wait, did my did my flame not destroy any of the web? They had been fast enough to reproduce it as Squall okay. slowly descended into it. In When he had his flashback, they were building a web. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They could sense my fear. I was, <laughs> I was presuming that you were going to use to the... Uh, since it was a use-it-or-lose-it situation with the... In, in, uh, Inspiration. Inspiration, yeah, thank you. That the stealth was going to be added to it, and you were going to be able to stealth past the web, basically, is what I was imagining. I I honestly would have to feel like in this entire situation... Yeah. There was probably nothing 
that would there was no either I was gonna make it down and be like, Oh yeah guys, it's totally cool down here <laughs> and then someone else would just be in this situation that, that I'm in. <laughs> so also true. It, yeah, so I figured like, oh well, I'll save this in case you know, there's something creepy down here or something, you know? Yeah, that's fair. So, but it's all good. <laughs> so that I'm not not afraid of losing characters. <laughs> but I'm also gonna... I got some crafty ideas already. Oh, that's good. So... <laughs> oh, yeah. I think we'll be good. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. Squall's not going down this easy. No. No, not at all. Like you said. almost got abducted by a kraken, didn't you? And you yeah. lived uh, to survive that. The gargoyles? No, and the, the uh... Squid. Yeah, the attack to Dune, right before... Mm-hmm. I think that was... I think the squid happened either right before or right after the first encounter with the gargoyles. Yeah. And then I think I was... I think I got captured by the... Uh... Kraken, because I think I was flying over it. Our flying seems to get me into more trouble than <laughs> anything. It's, it's supposed to not get me in trouble. That's the <laughs> truth about freedom, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyone got any plans? Do anything not, about this. Uh, my plan is not to die. <laughs> Fire is not a plan. <laughs> Uh, my stuff does not protect him against fire. Well, it do- well, hold on. Why? Fire. What? Huh? Fire. <laughs> I would rather you guys kill me than burn my wings. Well, they take. They take so not, long to grow back. If it's like not the feathers, like an area of an effect thing like fireball, like a fire bolt might work. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna throw a fire directly into this web and let him fall to his death. I mean, just... just controlled flames. Can we see the spiders from our locations? You can see them poking out of what would have been presumably where they were kind of hiding under the cliff face, so yes. Do you guys ever see the cartoons, like, the birds, they'll lose all their feathers and they have, like, that fleshy, like, arm thing where the feathers were? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. If you guys burn my feathers and I'm forced to walk, I will just rub your faces with my fleshy <laughs> wing appendage things. I think he's trying to encourage you to kill him. Your little chicken wing nubs. Mm-hmm. Oh, but what if you get lucky and like we blow your feathers off like Foghorn Linghorn? Just make sure all your feathers are numbered. <laughs> that would be worse. Just, mm, pop them back in. Yeah. My my walking ability is atrocious, and my stamina for walking is. Thea could probably druid craft you some new feathers. How, how much health do you think each of these things? One have? feather. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be like uh like toothless in How to Train Your Dragon. We'll just make you a paper wing. How much? How many? No. <laughs> They're also on a Which... cliff face and hanging vertically. I know you were asking yeah, about health, health points, but... Um... Oh, should I use my last spell slot? It's, uh... I think we should, uh... 
wait. Yeah, we're. I think, I think it... we should just call it and wait for everybody else to catch mm -hmm. up to us, or. Mm -hmm. We should remember. Damn, we're in a tight spot. Yeah, we should remember the like protective magic that Frederick used, though. It's mm -hmm. in the chat. Um, okay. I will put That's it on. I'll put it. I'll put a little emoticon thing, status effect icon. Which one was they, it? They're going to struggle to attack him, at least at first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I, I knew the entangle wasn't quite an attack, necessarily. Uh, but sanctuary, that's what Be it's called. I'll entangle them. Mm. Kidding, I don't have that equipped. Never mind. I put a big that would be fun. nope on Squall. <laughs> one bonus action, one minute. doesn't show up quite as good but i put it as the last thing that we have in chat at least too for the sanctuary it's not definitely a good note though sweet so yeah guys heck yeah poked your heads in a hole and some dry to not all we did <laughs> it is okay, not i think squall poked more than his head down in that hole <laughs> he's got a turtle head poking right now <laughs> yeah that's a Ooh. Um, unrelated but Gab and or anyone else, are you excited for the Legend of Vox Machina yes. animated show? Mm -hmm. Yes. Me and Ike are both very excited. Um, where's, I, it, where's it coming out? Amazon. Oh, yeah. I don't have Prime yet, so I feel like I'm going to get Prime just because I want to see it. It comes, out, it comes out in what, three days? Four days? On Thursday. Dude. Hell yeah. Dude, how do you not have Prime? A grand and wonderful thank you for those who took the time and made it here. To the end of the episode. Where I know sometimes we are long-winded and others we are just dead silent. I don't know what to tell you. This is raw here, folks. Please remember to like and subscribe. And you can help support us just by listening. But you can also e provide even more support, if you like, by going to Anchor FM page and following the support link there. If you do so, I will personally work in an NPC or an idea, whatever you'd like to hear played out. If you want, you can get a hold of us through one of our many options, including voice messages on Anchor FM, or DM to our Twitter, or any other social media that you can find us.
YouTube, etc. You can share your ideas. Otherwise, listen for the shout-out and thank you for making it through. <laughs>